0: Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Katherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast for September seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, the moon sign is in third. The moon is in its third quarter. Um, some ways to work with this energy of the moon are, are transitions, balance, calming, and release. The moon sign for September 17th, 2022, is in Gemini. Gemini rules over the shoulders, arms, hands, and respiratory system. Uh, The card of the week, or I should say cards, um, when I was shuffling the deck, two cards jumped out at me. And these cards come from the Golden Girl Tarot deck cards. Uh, The first one is the world And this is a picture of Dorothy. She's standing right in the center of a huge wreath. And she's holding what looks to be um, the globe, the world. Um, I shouldn't say looks like is. She is holding the globe of the world. And the card's uh, description reads, The world represents the ending of a cycle of life. A pause in life before the next big cycle begins. The next card... Uh, is the Queen of Wands. And this picture shows Sophia sitting on a throne holding a staff and a huge sunflower in one hand. There's a cat at her feet. She's wearing a yellow gown, a throne, um, a crown, and there's a beautiful sunset behind her and what looks like to be the city of Miami. And the description of her card reads, the Queen of Wands... Um, Reminds us to embody the creativity, the passion, motivation, confidence, and spiritual drive associated with the wands suit. This card represents the warmth and the confidence you can see in someone who's being themselves. So with that being said... Let's jump into this week's episode, which is a working title, Fall Magic. I haven't quite decided on that, but that's generally what we'll be discussing. Uh, Spells that are associated with the fall and things that you can do to invoke that fall magical feeling. So some things that you can do to invoke that fall feelings. I remember this time last year, it was so incredibly warm. And I remember saying this on the podcast, that when is it going to start feeling like fall? And I remember asking everybody, do you think that the fall feels magical because of the chilly cold weather? Or is it magical? um, Because the veil is getting so thin? Or does the veil feel like it's getting thin? Because this is the time of year where people start slowing down and spending more time at home. You know, there's Thanksgiving coming up, Halloween. Can't forget that. That becomes comes before Thanksgiving. But you see what I mean? Like there's more parties and you're more apt to be having fun. And so then we, st- we tend to stop and think about our ancestors whether they're recent to your grandparents or what have you a little bit more than we do through the rest of the year well this time I'm happy to say as I'm recording this podcast there's a nice brisk chilly feeling in the air so it feels like fall to me um even though that doesn't officially start until September 22nd but with all of that being said some um activities that you can definitely do to strike that magical fall feeling. If you are in an area where you're not getting that fall feeling yet, uh, some things you can do, apple picking, drinking apple cider, baking. Of course, this includes apple pie, pumpkin pie, uh, you know, any form of, you know, fall desserts. Um, uh, raking leaves, just walking through nature and uh, taking in the beauties and, um, in the nature, just taking it all in, um, consuming candy. Um, you know, um, certain candies I know bring me back to a certain part of my life. Like, um, this isn't a candy but the big red gum whenever I would whenever I consume that whenever I'm chewing it I think of my grandmother because when I was younger not that she's like she, she lives like 30 minutes from me now but what I mean is like I think of her and like me being little because I remember every time I would go see her or she'd come visit me uh she would always have that gum with her and it's got that nice fall spice to it um So, um, you know, uh, watching a scary movie, like one of my favorite movies to watch this time of year, uh, is the Blair witch project. The first one, not the second one. Um, so like curling up on the couch with a nice warm blanket around you and a bowl of popcorn and, um, drinking hot chocolate Of course, if you're not a big fan of hot chocolate, you could replace that with tea, coffee, um, so whatever your go-to fall drink, um, going on a uh, hayride or going through like a corn maze, um, Did I mention pumpkin picking yet? I've mentioned so many things, but those are just a few things. Um, Even it doesn't even have to necessarily be you going out and doing an activity and spending money. It could be as simple as you know the you're living somewhere and it's really warm. I can't you know let's say it's eighty degrees or whatever, and you're like this is this I'm done. So you crank on your AC and you make your house really cold, and you put on a nice warm sweater um, to get that feeling. Um, it could be something as simple as that. Just doing something that for you sets that spark of, Oh, it's officially fall. Um, um, having a bonfire. This could be you just sitting around a bonfire, you know, to roast marshmallows. This could be for you to be, this would be a perfect time to tell spooky stories, um, you can also use the, f- the fire for scrying. Um, and of course you can also, uh, just light a candle, do candle magic, but you also have the ability, uh, I should have mentioned this last week when I was talking about scrying. I know I talked a little bit about candles, but you can literally just, you know, gaze into the fire like you would with the flame of a candle and do it that way as well. So this would be a perfect time to do that, whether it's an outside uh, fire pit or if you're fortunate enough to have a fireplace within your home. Um, baking sweets, um, This is a great time if you're fortunate enough to visit with family, especially the older people, because of, you know, um, of the time of the year. And if you don't have uh, a family that's around you to visit and and to get stories and more information about your ancestors, then... um, if you know where family is buried, this is a great time to go to a cemetery and spend time with your ancestors. Um, if you don't have any living family members or you don't talk with your family, whatever that may be, and you would like to um, you know, go to a cemetery, go ahead. Go ahead and do that and who knows, there might be a particular gravestone that like jumps out at you, not literally, but like, you know, stands out and you might want to, um, spend some time with that particular grave, you know, even if you go to a cemetery for no particular reason and you just, you know, pick up garbage that you may notice, you know, somebody left a candy wrap on the ground. Like I've gone to a cemetery before where like, there were like soda bottles and, and candy wraps and all that. So I would clean up and cause there are garbage pails all around. People are just, some people are just lazy and just throw it on the ground. And so that's my way of like being respectful and honoring the dead. Obviously I don't know the story of every single person that's within that cemetery. There could be some people that weren't that great, but overall showing respect. Um, to those that are at rest there. Um, another thing that you can do is something that my mother did when I was growing up, um, was she would fill a pot with water, put it on the stovetop and she would fill the pot up with different things, but it would always consist of cinnamon stick, um, pumpkin spice, vanilla, uh, the sticks, the vanilla sticks, Um, clementine or orange peels, clovers. And sometimes she would even put in those um, uh, dried cranberries. um, And it would just fill the house with this warm, fall-like smell. Um, Some other things that you could do are uh, making uh, hearty winter foods like stews and soups. And, um, you know, drinking, um, you know, drinking wine, uh, uh, of course cider, but like I said wine because it's like a celebratory, I know in my family, at least, um, every Thanksgiving and, and for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, my family, um, you know, they have like this little, I should say my aunt, she's the one that hosts the major holidays. She has like this little bar in her, um, in her house. And so, um, wait, the, um, I don't drink, but like the other people in my family that do, um, take this time to like celebrate and, and, and have their favorite drinks. So whatever your favorite drink, whether it's alcoholic or not, this is a great time for that um, let's see. This is also a great time to reflect on the previous, um, year or right up until this point, you know, and, uh, reflect and be, and show gratefulness for all the things that have happened throughout, um, the, the year for you. Uh, for me, uh, my list would consist of gratefulness gratitude for my new home uh the podcast of course uh I am so grateful for each and every one of you um grateful for my my new neighbors you know they're so sweet and for uh my my friends my designated family that I have made myself and um so those are just some ideas Uh, some other things are um honoring or working with the moon. Um, I mentioned going to graveyards. Um, this could all, this would also be a good time to, uh, work on your protection because, um, well, it's good to be protected, you know, to have your protection up all the time. But I would say that this is a really good time to, to focus on that because, during this time of the year, so many people are wanting to connect with loved ones who have passed over. And if you're somebody who's not very experienced with this, you could, without knowing it, be welcoming in a... I don't want to necessarily say a bad spirit, but an unwanted spirit. And if they don't have your best intention at heart, then... um it's important to have your protection walls up. So, um, so you're safe. So, um, so, uh, you know, this could be a visualization that you do of like a bubble of protection. Uh, you can do veiling. Um, you know, obviously a lot of people, wear hats around this time of year because it's just cold. But it's also, you know, helps uh, protect you, you know, Um, from like negative energies. I mean, there have been times where I just like leave my house and I feel like I'm bombarded by all these different forms of energy. And then I turn into a ball of nerves. Because I get overwhelmed. But when I veil, I find that I have like a shield of protection. And this doesn't have to be majorly elaborate. Actually, I've done an episode on veiling. So I won't touch on this too much. But it could be as simple as just putting on your favorite pair of sunglasses. And you making them your form of protection. Where somebody wears a shawl. You wear the sunglasses. It could just be, like I said, a visualization that you do. So, um, with all of that being said, I think that's where I'll leave this week's episode, but I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, I want to thank you all for spending this time with me and I hope you all have a magical week. Bye. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say.